What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Oh, Jammer, you appear to be ill. That sucks. Yeah, I am quite ill. Uh, Lucas was uh, home sick for a couple of days, and then he just uh, called trying to get out of school again, but it's, it's like... He's I, he's fine. He needs he needs to to be in school. He's already missed seven days this this year for illness. But Nick, you're just cold. I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't have any heat right now. Times. And Jonesy is tired. Yeah, we're great. We're <laughs> the top of our game right now. We're all just just awesome. And then you got the the brain brain damaged uh, half sat guy over here. So. <laughs> Oliver, I will kill you. Yeah, I uh, I just woke up from a nap. Ooh, cat nap. Right. Okay, oh, we're good. That's rough. Wait, I can't find. What you missing? So you're definitely here. <coughs> Not even the microphone isn't showing up. You might be talking into your uh, because I don't hear any taps. Don't hear any taps. Yeah, they're right. not showing. It's not showing up. It's weird. Did you try turning it off and on again? Unplugging it? No. <laughs> oh, I know what it is, you motherfucker. I did no such thing. So I updated the MacBook, and it has this new thing where it wants you to approve every device you plug in every wow. time, which is uh, really very annoying. Like Windows used to do with the UAC when XP first came out. Yeah, but now the volume is. What the f***? Do, do, do. So I, uh, I just got some AirPods recently. <coughs> recently. Oh yeah, how are those? Oh, they're great. Uh, I didn't realize that Bluetooth technology was amazing. So like, I had just had <laughs> a pair of both headphones that were Bluetooth as well, as well as another pair of so whatever. Um, but the, the, the Bluetooth on the AirPods is like dynamic. It's like, it reads my mind at where I want it, what device I want to go on. So usually what I'd have to do is I have to disconnect one and then connect it to another one that I wanted like on my phone. Mm -hmm. Now, literally I'm just like, I'm gonna start playing my phone. Oh, I should turn on the Bluetooth. And then it's already playing in my ears from my phone. I'm like, Oh cool. And then I switch to my freaking computer and it just almost automatically does it without me even having to do anything. It's crazy. The last thing like, you're supposed to say is it just works. Yeah. And you figure just, your uh, mic really out, nice. Jonesy. I think so. How do I sound? It's like it. Sounds yeah, clearer. Sound better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Jammer. Let's let's hear old man how much you love uh, 
new technology. <laughs> AirPods, uh, straight out of 2017. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Rare, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. Man, it's not basic. Hey, you, you too. Let's say earlier when uh, your microphone wasn't hooked up properly, you still you sounded so basic and I couldn't understand the word you were saying. It reminded me of my oh, friend. He used to like, yeah. he used to play his his music, his rap music at really low volume but really high bass, and it was the most obnoxious mm-hmm. thing I've ever heard. I hate it. Hate it. I need to pull up some Barry White lyrics. Anyway, um, hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast premier flagship <laughs> and international podcast of LRM Online and the Genre Reverse Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brandon Jones. Man, it sounds good. With me this uh, week is Joseph Jeremy Medina and Nicholas Dull. Gents, what's going on? Yo, yo, it's cold. I'm sick heat. with the man <laughs> flu. The man you motherfuckers flu. Look, you motherfuckers look pathetic. The man flu is a thing. I, I didn't realize. And, and with us as always thing. is Kyle Malone on the ones and twos producing this a great show. I like how you just talked over me as if I didn't matter. Like, What's the man flu? The it's a real thing you said. The man flu is basically men who over exaggerate how sick they feel to their wives when they're sick. Oh. That's just because women can feel more pain or deal with more pain. Or they could deal. They could tolerate more pain. They don't yeah. feel more pain. They tolerate. Pain. <laughs> they tolerate. They more feel pain. more emotional pain. Let's be just True generalize that. about women in an audience we barely have. You <laughs> 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 look idea. at the stats at Analyze. <laughs> well, I'll I'll just say uh, uh, the channel stats is, stats are nearly uh, nearly ten percent female oh yeah but, see uh, there you go one in ten lrmers one, one your your guys is a li- little less than that no yeah only when you're gonna be less with like, anime yeah anime has a higher uh, percentage of female oh, yeah. viewers oh yeah than the stuff that we cover and certain certain uh certain anime that we cover will end up with like nearly 30 percent female Dang. audience which is yeah see so very cool yeah you like that i love more kyle you'd be like oh yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, and to be yeah. fair, uh, just make it sound really creepy, Jonesy. AVR does have the the only female oh, that shows up yeah. for you know regular podcasts. Regular. So, That's yeah. true. <laughs> so. That probably helps. We used to have one Nick scared her away. Yeah, she she got scared <laughs> and ran off. Like he was a barbarian <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, on this week's show, we're going to be having a conversation about the film Barbarian, plus some other news. One of the things I didn't get to talk to you, gents, about was the order that you want to do this. I kind of like doing the movie review first. Um, but what do you guys Kyle's think? Kyle's like, and I'm going to go ahead and rearrange everything in this goddamn thing. I'm cool no. with it. I'm no. cool with it, too. It worked last week. Yeah, do it. That was... Uh, uh, as the numbers guy, that that was definitely the most listened to chapter of your previous episode. There we go. go. Chapter <laughs> chapter one, film review. You guys ready? Would you like to do it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this is, of course, Justin Long's new film, Barbarian. Man, that's what my voice sounds right now. That's what I just love. I also, love the advertising they did in this one, where literally the trailer is Justin Long's new movie. I think, or Justin Long's new film, or something along the lines of that. And I it's feel like, like the that title on YouTube. spoils the, t- like, I don't know. I felt like I didn't want to know that watching the movie. It's fine. It's you don't fine. want to know anything going no, in. No, because, and like, I will we'll say, talk about that. 
Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. And I do agree. So one of the things that we had talked about when we did see the trailer, uh, Nick Dahl astutely pointed out, like, hey, I was told. I don't want to hear anything. I want to know anything. I don't want to know anything about this film. I think that's probably accurate. I think this mm-hmm. is a film that um, consistently changes over time. And any point you try and jump in and explain it, you might end up inadvertently spoiling something about the film. But that said, I'm getting a little bit too much ahead of myself. This film, Barbarian, uh, it came out this week. Actually, not this week. A couple couple of weeks ago, like last month. At theaters. Ago? Yeah. Yeah, relatively theaters, quickly. But it just came out in streaming. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's this is, discovering it on HBO Max now. It's a weird film in that way. I don't think I've ever seen. Um, I feel like the first time I'd ever heard of it was the first time we discussed it, and the next thing I knew, it was in theaters, and now it's at home to watch. Which, good for me. I'm happy, um, and I think you will be too. So anyway, this film it came out this year. The synopsis reads as follows: A young woman discovers. The rental home she booked is already occupied by a stranger. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the night, but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. This film was released on September 9th, 2002. It was directed by Zach Kreger. Of the whitest kids you know. Of the whitest kids you know. It stars Bill Skarsgård, Georgina Campbell, and of course, Justin Long, which we're not supposed to say, right? Is that a secret? Is that supposed to be a secret? It's not a secret. It's in all the advertising. Justin Long. It's in all the advertising. I'm just going by what I'm just going by what Nick said. We're we not supposed to say it. We're supposed- no, it's fine. Okay, all right. Um, so I, how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to actually I mean, spoil the film and have a discussion? Not. Let's start with spoiler-free reactions and then dive into spoiler reactions. All right. So this film currently sits at a 92% with the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 70% with the audience. Man, we just can't find a way to all get along. It'll exist. But but that said, um, gentlemen, what do you all think non-spoiler impressions of Barbarian? Nick Dahl, let's start with you. Um. There's definitely some stuff later when you think about it that is just kind of wonky completely, but uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it um, moment to moment, and I was very happy we watched it, and I would definitely recommend it. I don't want to say too much about the plot, so that's kind of going to be my little review. I definitely recommend it, unlike Hellraiser, to anyone. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to people who really don't like horror movies. Like my roommate was going to watch it with me. He's like, is it scary? I'm like, Probably he's like, yeah, I'm going to bed and said, I don't want to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> but yeah. okay, Jammer, what did you think? To me, this plays off plays out as more of like a creepy thriller. There aren't that many jumps jump scares. There's like three, maybe two. Um, so I don't consider it that scary. Um, it's one of those movies that I think is just feels more like a like a very taut, well directed thriller that really displays the skills of the director and the actors more than anything um as nick said it is a bit flawed in the plot in that it if you think about it too hard it kind of folds in on itself and i have some questions that i would like to discuss about that but it's definitely still watching moment to moment it's kind of like a a master class on how to do tension um Mm -hmm. but still not not a perfect movie but still a lot of fun 
if you like horror movies that aren't really like scary scary but kind of more thriller-esque i think this is a good one for you um you know don't get me wrong there are some like quote-unquote horrific things in it but uh i still wouldn't consider it like the conjuring or that type of scary movie where it's just very much like your stereotypical horror so yeah i'm trying to think of what to compare it to i almost compare it to like uh the descent in a way where it's kind of a thriller yes it has some scary moments but it just kind of becomes about survival i would actually compare the tension which we'll get into more to scream but we can talk about that later the way they mm. use tension interesting yeah i definitely did think of scream while i was watching really? this movie at That's some point well i'll explain why um okay in a, in a bit um, two ways actually made me think of scream but yeah we'll get to that in spoilers i agree with you all uh, overall this movie was i th- i can't remember where i was in a film i was like is this a scary movie is this a horror movie um and i instead of enjoying it i was kind of out of it for a moment trying to figure out how i would classify this film um i do agree with the consensus that it is best to go into this film knowing almost as little as possible about it um but I think that it was fun. I really enjoyed the actors in the film. I loved the way it was shot. Um, there are some, I don't, I don't know if I want to call them unique because I've seen a lot of these techniques before, but at Jammer, I think you used the word like masterclass. Like they are used to great effect here in this film. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, and I remember... Um, at some point I did think like, oh yeah, this is way better than Hellraiser. And I get it. Oh yeah. Different oh, horror yeah. movies can exist um on their own, right? They don't necessarily have to be compared, but it is it's hard in October. Uh this is the last film that we're going to watch that is a quote unquote horror movie before uh Halloween actually occurs. And it, it was it was hard to stop my mind from going in, but I thought that this was really good um in that regard. So I would definitely recommend it to folks. So yeah, those are my non-spoiler impressions of this film. It's worth mentioning also, in. I'm not a big horror yes. fan, and I really like the movie. Kind of like how the same in a way, like I compare it, it's not quite comparable, but almost like in the first the first saw, how it's not really scary. It kind of just like I said, it kind of it's more it's thriller horror, thriller. but kind of leans yeah. more into the thriller than the horror, in my opinion. Yeah, I it's it you're right. It it definitely walks the line. You're like, I don't yeah. I don't quite know where. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it for that. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry. Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at onepeloton.com. You guys would like to get into spoilers? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we want to say. Yeah, I definitely would recommend it. Um, as long as you're okay with having some horrific things um, portrayed, even if it's not technically scary to me, it's pretty like, there are a lot of moments where you're like, yeah, I would not do that. Oh, also, characters, things. Make, <laughs> characters also do make very stupid decisions in this movie, I will say. Holy shit. I remember. Yeah. Let's let's just get into spoilers. Okay. All right. So the lead character in this film, Tess, there were a couple of times as this movie was going where I'm like, 
I feel like I am going to lose sympathy for whatever horrible things happen to this person at this moment, this moment right here. Where... Can I guess the moments? Oh, there are a few. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. You go. So I think the moment where you lost it was the moment where she went downstairs after Keith. Yep. So that was one. Yep. That was one. I mean, the one where she said nope and then continued to go into it. Um, that was probably another. I wrote and that then down. Went back, nope. And then went back <laughs> and then went back for Justin Long. Yeah. So there were a couple of those. And I'm just like, man. I think oh, the, one, and... the worst one, because the other ones I could justify, like the, well, the first one where she said nope and then went into it. Eh, not really. But like the second one where she went in after Keith, literally, because in that situation where she went after Keith, she could have fucking left and then yep. gotten the police and had them help. She should have done that. And the, the other ones, she was more trapped. And then also I understand her general empathic nature and desire to do good. I could see that even if it's not, even if it's not the best thing to do for self-preservation, I could see that. And I wouldn't call it stupid. I would just call it overly altruistic. I saw there was a moment when after the homeless person chases her into the house and she's like, Oh my God, this person's going to get me. And then the next thing, like she goes to pee after that. And I'm just like, mm, I don't, I like that part though, with the homeless guy where it's like, that made me think of get out or she thinks that guy's the threat, but it's like someone warning her, like, don't go in that house. I mean, I, I get that part, but I guess my feelings of uh, how scared are you or how yeah. much of a threat do you think there is? Um, I don't know. I just and why should so, the yeah, man yell out? Was... There's a monster in the house. You need to get out of the house, or at least explain it through the it. door. Super easy, barely that was... convenience. Yeah, and that is that was the that was one of the hard things, right? Where it's like, well, the answer is because we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah, um, and there was a lot of those where even though I was just like, this is stupid, but I'm really curious, so let's just keep going. Well, I thought one of her dumbest decisions when <laughs> when you're still on the like if you don't know about the Justin Long part at all, you just think it's a movie about her and this guy, you know, and that's the tension they're building is like, you know, he's like, follow, like, oh no, you think he's like screaming for fake help. And the whole idea is this is a setup and he murdered like, you know, that's the movie you think you're wait, getting. Wait, hold on have... a second. No, I, I didn't understand at all what you just said. Can you So he's saying, that? like, why is she standing at the top of the stairs where you can hear him? Help me, please help me. And before Justin Long even shows up. Yeah, like oh, that first half of the yelling. movie. Like, I, I, that's why I wish I didn't know about Justin Long was because you think it's that that's going to be, you know, the description Jonesy read that without knowing about the Justin Long part, like, oh, that's going to be the horror movie. Like, when is he? And that's where, like, the scream type tension comes in, where scream is always faking you out. This movie fakes you out the entire first half until the monster. I would monster. almost yeah. compare it more to Psycho. Well, so let me let me qualify why I brought up Scream. I thought the Bill Skarsgård character, Keith, did a good job. While I did not think that he was the main threat, the film definitely wanted you to think that. And I, I do see elements of Psycho, which you're talking about, Jammer. Um, but the word, the phrase that I came up with as I watched it was they drew Barry Mortis. Where yeah, that's you what, either that's think this person. Scream. Yeah. Either this person is going to be in the film or some sort of main character, and all of a sudden he's just gone, right? And uh, that's that's what jumped to mind. But I think that the the scream, I'm sorry, the I'm psycho sorry, can you, hold on. analogy you, is a good drew, one as well. They drew Barry Mortis. What does that mean? Where there the oh, Drew Barry, Drew Barry Moore. Gotcha. Sorry, I thought Drew <laughs> Barry is a separate word. Mortis, as in rigor mortis, and I got really confused. <laughs> 
But I, the thing I was trying to say, I think her first stupid decision was when she's suspicious of him. She has his name and his, and everything, and she never like looks him up on social media. Like that's why I figured she took the picture of his ID when she didn't trust him. Is like, oh, let me look up to make sure this guy. She never looks him up. That was the first stupid thing I thought she did when she thought I mean, he she's was just leering at him in a coffee shop. Strangely. Yeah. So, so by then to... she believes that he's a musical artist and stuff, which she also never looks up. <laughs> Fair. Were so, you say Jonesy. Yeah, yeah. You you were talking about Psycho. <sighs> oh no, I think that you're right. Like he does come off uh Norman Beatty. Um, and I liked that element. You're like, can I trust this guy? Can I not trust this guy? But I liked that the film did a good job of not <laughs> letting you rest. Right. Yeah. They never made it very clear. Up until the moment he's no longer in the movie that this guy can or cannot be trusted. Like, oh, I guess we could have trusted him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also Psycho in terms of how it's structured, how like the first third is like a short almost um, of the movie. That's... And then you kind of go into like the secondary, well, who we think is going to be the protagonist, but still he's not. But we feel like he's the right. protagonist. Well, that's what was interesting, too, <laughs> is that I fit. I thought, you know, I thought they drew Barry Mordas and that they killed off the. Per- I, th- I saw her as the protagonist, and because yeah. you know you're playing it from her angle, like, oh, can I trust this guy? Can I not trust this guy? So I thought they killed her off, but then it was fun to see that she was still the main character. Cause I just assumed they both got slaughtered in that hallway, and Justin Long would go yeah, down I mean, there was, and just find the monster. Th- that's, yeah, and that's why the psycho comparison, because literally the first third of Psycho, you're following this main character, and then she gets killed. And then yeah. you follow another character for the rest of the movie as the main character, which is what I thought they did. Because, yeah, I thought she died, too. I remember the whole time thinking, I really liked her. I hope she is still alive. Um, and then she was. And I was like, yes, she's still yes. alive. And she's actually just, the main character. She's just um, homelandering it, just sucking on that teat. And before so- <laughs> we get to the sucking on the teat part, I really enjoyed the um, the teasing out of Justin Long's character. So, mm. I've enjoyed Justin Long in films like Drag Me to Hell and Jeepers Creepers and things of that nature. This was Tusk. a very never saw. Well, this someone... is a very unlikable character, but it is fun to watch him develop um, as such. And yeah. he, one of the things I really liked about it was I was curious whether or not the film was going to give us <laughs> any kind of ambiguity about. Uh, the nature of his character. So there's a, a part in the film where they're like, hey, he may or may not have sexually assaulted someone. And as you're watching it, you know, it's hard not to sit in modern times and think like, oh, are they going to sit on the fence about this? Or how are they going to play this off? And they're like, no, this dude's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're well, almost like, hey, when he gets killed, I don't want you to feel any kind of compunction about what happened so like no this guy's a piece of shit they kind and... of play that off a couple times too like at that part where he connects taking responsibility um i, I don't remember if that was near the top of the tower or at a different point it was before that before. Um, and it's just like oh character arc coming and then he fucking tries to kill the woman <laughs> it's just like oh you're a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was great too because the scene you're talking about and what was shitty about that right is the homeless black man's like Hey, I can save you guys. I can, you know, you guys do this, do that. Well, how do you know she can't get in here? This bitch ain't never been in. A- <laughs> yeah, I knew that I was coming. Love- Once he's like 15 yeah. years, I'm like, oh, this is yeah. like the, the Sam Jackson moment in uh, yeah, Deep 15 Blue years in one day. And then rips um, off the arm. Uh, and I have so- the subtitle I love, which was Andre choking. 
Or <laughs> <laughs> so you watched it with subtitles. So going back, one thing I will think probably the weakest directed part of the movie was that scene I mentioned where he throws her off the tower mm-hmm. because it makes no sense physically. Yeah, there's no way there she should have been really able to fall wide... faster. Well, not only that, but there's this really wide open space. I can buy that because I can say like she pushed herself off and is superhuman and can go faster because she pushed off of something. Aerodynamic. Like, whatever. That's a short that's, fall. That's not aerodynamic at all, Nick. Well, like, you that's know, when Spider-Man what I was saying. always like catching up to the chick where he's like diving. Well, because you have to push off as opposed to free falling. So you yeah. get a little bit of extra initial speed. Okay. But I'll that's that not my point. Oh, my point okay. is, is that it's this wide open space and then he kind of just goes Ugh. and then somehow she was in the middle, I think, at the time. That was a weird cut. Wasn't very close to the edge and is able to pull, push her off and then flip her over railings after just going, Egh. and it made no sense physically. <laughs> it kind of took me out of it, but I was like, whatever. Because I got it was also edited weird. That I, I, they, it what I didn't physically make cool sense. Edits. That's yeah. why. It didn't I, physically make sense. It was the director being like, you know, just uh, we're, we're just, here. Just we're at the roll end. with it. Just roll with it. Yeah. Um, I thought some of the weaknesses were like now when i'm watching i'm like hell yeah then you think about the lore later and you're like did we need all this like cutting back to the guy which was a really colorful scene you know he's like taking in women or even like the story the homeless man gives which i assume is just him like you know building upon legend where he's like then those babies had babies and then those babies had babies and it was a copy of a copy get the multiplicity explanation yeah, what that, the, how does that make sense? How does it doesn't make sense. That's why I think it's just legend. I think it's just legend. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make any well, sense. It doesn't make them time. superhuman, but it, yeah, it's just the idea that they don't Inbred. develop properly. Yeah. But even oh, then, there's not enough time for her to be that age and to go through that many, especially if the the serial kill because they would they work in the serial killer angle, which you know is what I'm talking about. It's kind of unnecessary. And like why? And because well, I mean. I don't know, just when they work him in, the amount he's aged, like he's probably aged, what, 40 years, maybe, yeah. maybe less. And they still have a copy of a copy of a copy. Like how many? That's I what doesn't make any sense. He's he's <laughs> having sex with them. And they yeah, get bored. he's probably having sex with them at young age, like 10 to 12. Oh. So that could be three or four generations wow. Wow, at that Nick. point. Wow. I thought he was having the babies have babies. <laughs> no, and I mean, they the... are. They're like girls. Yeah. They're little girls. And they just hit puberty. The second they hit puberty, he gets them pregnant. I thought he was and breeding male right. babies, and fe- I guess that wouldn't make any sense. Anyway, <coughs> yeah, I can't believe I just have having What's to explain rapist <laughs> logic to a, a friend on my 2022 <laughs> bingo card. Hey, I had it on mine. That was getting explained by Jam. <laughs> yeah, like it it doesn't make off. sense. Like, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? What are you talking about? I was looking at it a different way. <laughs> I don't know. I think it you're thinking about like, like, well, if they're all 25 when they have kids, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anyway. she seemed pretty old too. I guess it's hard to tell because she's. And like... also, who knows how much the inbreeding uh, made her and living underground one hundred percent of the time and many other. Families. And I think that's this conceit, right? That whole idea. She's been living underground her entire life. She's she's multiplicity baby, <laughs> and all those things together made her that. There are multiple cages down there, so that's the other thing. We don't know um, where these other there. kids are. Um, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so that's <laughs> kind of what they were doing down there. It's kind of like a lot of mystery still. Now, here's the biggest yeah. mystery that was never explained: How were there two people booked at the same time? There were two different animals. because there were two different agencies. Yeah, why were there two different agencies? 
Oh, that's how they it's because they double booked him to make money. But how come they said we didn't have anyone coming for two weeks? What's that about? So one of them is Airbnb. The other one is um, wow, I've never heard of is even a different. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was some other made up application. And I think the other one um, was just some mortgage company or not mortgage, some um, see what property I assumed property management. And this company. is what I thought. That's, I thought the property management company would be responsible for putting it on Airbnb. Yeah, probably. And so, so I overbooked they? it is what he's saying and to make double the yeah. money. Oh, it's, gotcha. It is possible <laughs> that it just some of that stuff is just on autopilot and they just mm-hmm. they just don't know. Plus, this um, property mm-hmm. company is apparently in Colorado, even though this is uh, Detroit, because they say the phone number. They're like 303. I'm like, oh, is this movie set in Denver? And then, no, it's set in Detroit. That's our area code because she doesn't say the he phone goes, number. He goes there, right? He physically wow, goes Nick there. just outed our location to everybody. Nice. We've discussed stupid. Colorado before. I never said we were there. I just said Colorado. You're like, 303. we're 303. We're at this exact freaking district and this well, exact actually, street. No. 303 is the old one. I don't, Nick, well, I stop. Stop. Stop, Nick. Well, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> stop. No, I'm just saying that was a weird detail because I'm like, oh, the proper. I thought it was set in Colorado and then it's set in Detroit. I will say it's like, weirder so that you know that than it is that they did that. Well, it's like when I uh, it doesn't bother me in this, but it's like when I was obsessed over the Mitchell and the machines. Mitchell's versus the yeah. machines. Yeah. yeah. Well, not the, the that didn't trees. frustrate me here. It's just I noticed it. Like, oh, we're gonna have a Colorado movie because they said the Colorado, like pre oh whatever they God, call that, that part again. of the phone number. No, but it doesn't bother me here. I just noticed oh, okay. it. All right. But it makes sense to um, have the agency somewhere else. Talk about negligent though. They didn't take any yeah. responsibility. They hung up on him when they mid call. Well, yeah, I, I bought their explanation. I bought their explanation for that. like we don't send anyone huh? in until the next person. Like I no, bought I get that. that. Wait, a minute. Were... Wait a minute. You're saying that in 2022, somebody that doesn't know all of the facts about something, but reads an article on a Hollywood Reporter, but we didn't get any indication feel... that they knew he was a rapist. Did I think. We? They, I think that that is the indication. I oh, think everyone did at that point. They... I didn't yeah. notice that. I the thought she was just. I thought it was just bad. Like everyone, I thought it was just bad customer service. No, I got the impression that because he's in the airport, right? And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. When the article comes out. And so my impression of like every interaction he has after that is a product of like, yeah, we we know who you are. Um, Interesting. I didn't I didn't put that together. There's it's also possible that that's not true. Right. So um, I think she said, what's your name when he shows up and he says what his name is. And so it's either it could be one of two things. Either it's bad customer service, like you said. Also, after he says his name, because she's like, who are you? After that is when she's actually super rude to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Because oh, she was kind of yeah. indifferent. When she was like, oh, yeah, she said you'd be coming. Not rude, right? Just kind of weird. Yeah. But then on the phone, she's like, fuck you. Mm. So then, I, I forgot to mention this earlier when you were talking about all the Justin Long horror movies. Someone on Twitter is like, I love having Justin Long as like the new scream queen. <laughs> like he's in all these horror yeah. movies where he's like the victim. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was going to ask, I wrote down, like I actually took notes like Jonesy watching this and I had questions to ask that were then negated. Like when, like when the movie's questions? suddenly about him, I was going to be like, oh, did you guys feel any like sympathy for him? And then suddenly the farther you go through it, the more you're like, no, it's all the way to the end. He's an asshole. Like. He's yeah. telling his friend, like, really yeah, like the end, he arc. ends up pushing her over the side. 
But when you think it's just about him and everyone else is dead, I'm like, oh, do you even feel for this guy? Then, but then he does more asshole stuff. Like at first, I was like, it's pretty unrealistic that he's not afraid of the downstairs space. He's just measuring it, and I'm like, oh no, he's just a greedy, conceited. You know why? Because he's a monster. <laughs> he's a monster. That's why he's no, a no, real no, monster. No, no, no. He's, he's the real barbarian. barbarian. Yeah. And so that was one question. Um, who did you think the barbarian was? And then two, did you end up feeling bad for the creature is what my subtitles called her? I think the barbarian is the, the, the rapist. Which one? The I one thought it was yourself? just, sorry, you're right. You're right. The the guy who held <laughs> which, people, the, which the rapist? women in the dungeon. Oh. I think he, I think it could be any of them. Either of them. I thought it was almost but, like a, a tra- like based on the opening like if you read the synopsis which is the same on hbo max is what you said where it's like a lady checks into a airbnb there's already a guy there i almost thought barbarian could literally just be a title to set you up in that mindset that oh uh pennywise i'm spacing the Pennywise is gonna name. kill her yeah like he's Bill the barbarian Bill like, especially like with the the logo or whatever or the poster or maybe it has like her standing in like a doorway like just like kind of uh like just a woman standing in a doorway and you can't see who it is and there's like all red behind her um i mean i lost the thread this. of what i think Air- i don't know either but i will say this i think that airbnb <laughs> is the real monster cuz they fucking terrible i hate airbnb they're the barbarians i like airbnb i use it a lot i probably should fuck them fuck them actually i have a, i have a longer story but oh we could talk about that offline um <laughs> What all else do you all have to say about this film? I thought it was really good. What are the questions? Would you all like to do? Then? Yeah, I had no questions. No, Nick. he said they got negated. You, they all they all got negated. All the questions. They got negated. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the questions I wrote down was like, "Do we ever feel for Justin Long?" And then it was like, mm-hmm. "No, we don't." Do we think uh, those scenes, those flashbacks, take away, or the over explanation takes away from the movie? I know. I kind of like them. Do the flashbacks add to it? Do you think? For me, they were unnecessary (laughs) filler that I still liked. Mm -hmm. Um, I did like. It was like, um, yeah, it was like, um, like notes in the margin of a film, and Mm. it didn't, it didn't come at a weird spot. It didn't take me out of the film. It was like, oh, that's interesting, Um, and it kind of made the scene where Justin Long stumbles on him later a little bit more impactful because you saw the (laughs) one woman that it happened to, but then in the den, you see all of the videotapes. And so your mind starts multiplying that one scene again and again and again and again. And I, I liked that from a filmmaking perspective where you could take that one microcosm of a moment and just expand it out um for all of those tapes and it was pretty horrific and the names of those tapes like irish accent redhead in the gas station plus there were some other names in there like oh my god this guy is just this is the fucking worst and i like Um, what they showed with him like they didn't have to show the whole abduction they show him going in unlocking the window he's going to come in later and then yeah, and then we don't yeah, see any more flashbacks yeah, you, to you him. know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without having to see. Like, I, I like Because there's more tension there because you're like, is he going to grab her while he's there? And then like, then there's, of course, there's tension when he gets the, like, lots of good fake tension, as Jam was saying. Like, then he gets the gun. You're like, oh, is he going to shoot Justin Long? Then he blows his own head off. It's just, yeah. And just the whole first half of the film, kind of the scream thing I was talking about where it's like, 
you know, Scream is the master franchise of like, oh, when is there going to be a jump scare? Like, you know, you open the fridge. Is the ghost face going to be behind the fridge when you close it? Oh, there's nothing there. But in this whole first half of this movie was like, oh, is this going to be the like, is this when he grabs her? If 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 uh, Bill Skarsgård's the bad guy, is this going to be the time he fakes her out with the scream? You know, until you see the monster, there isn't an actual scare in the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Poor Jackie Earl Haley, though. That guy. Typecast. So creepy. Typecast. Oh, you mean uh, as Skarsgård? Nice. No. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, the guy is that I don't think that was him. Was he, he wasn't in this movie. It was. was. That's not him. No, that's not him. No, that's not him. That's not him. I thought it was him. Are you sure? Because I, I kind Christ, of agreed with uh, it really worked after it to have uh Bill Skarsgard be the, the guy in the house. That wasn't I him. Felt. Hold on a second. No, like, that's I thought that was really no, good casting. Him. It's not it's not it's him. Richard Brake. If you guys are talking about oh, Frank. Oh yeah, that guy too. Yep, Richard Brake. Yeah, he is typecast. <laughs> when I saw him in the flashback, I'm like, yeah, he's they a serial so killer. Good. I love that. Like, yeah, yeah, him too. Him too. But well, like, I, I, I like... do confuse those two pretty frequently, which is weird. And it, it, like this kind of stuff I was thinking about later, where I'm like, oh, maybe they mashed in too much. Maybe they didn't. I do like the like, there's a serial killer story within this. There's a monster film. There's like, do I trust this other man? Like, do I drink the tea? Do I drink like he's is he being too aggressive? Drink like, that tea. Yeah, she should have. There's nothing been fine. It would have warmed her up. But you're right, because that was the problem. She wasn't but like after watching Dahmer like twice. It's just like you. Jesus Christ. I had to I watch every show a second time with my roommate if I watched it, if I liked it. So no, good show, no. by the way. No, no, thanks. It made me more uh, suspicious of the first like half of this movie or third i think it's more of a half than a third with uh how could it make you more suspicious the film literally like well i mean because i just using yeah well just because i've he he drugs people all the time so the minute there's mention of tea i thought about more than i mean i would have thought Ooh. that but i'm like oh Who i just watched this Dahmer. Dahmer. yeah like oh, all, every time there's a drink he's offering someone so like i mean you still get suspicious of that as like a woman being offered tea but I and I was yeah I was sure that eventually like even the wine you can add I mean he had some but you can definitely add drugs and poison to wine you you inject it in the top and then you melt the top a little bit you don't even have to melt the top you can, I've seen this in another movie you can inject poison or whatever into wine without opening it depending on if it has like a ru- <laughs> one of those rubber tops or not or even just through a cork yes so but then when he drank it I'm like oh the wine's fine. <laughs> And she was smart there. She waited until he drank the wine. Yeah. Rub something on the rim of the glass. Yeah. Good for him being getting his head smashed in instead of killing her. I just had this awful image of of someone rubbing like a a poison dart frog along the inside of a wine glass. (laughs) That's probably the least effective way to do it. Especially in Detroit. (laughs) Poor frog. Poor frog. Man, oh, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this movie. I loved the when she is at the house and she turns around in the rain and starts to like look around and sees darkness, right? You can see the the silhouettes of other houses, but yeah. they're all completely dark. And when the daylight comes, you start you that can see great why because the entire neighborhood is just dilapidated. And the person that she wants to work for is like, you, you're where? Why are you there? What's going she's on? She's not. Yeah, she's not even. She doesn't know there's a monster in the basement or anything. Yeah, but. yeah. I really liked the uh, setting as a character type mm-hmm. thing here. So 
Yeah, I it's like a nice that. house. And even like they, they foreshadow that in the flashback scene where it's like, oh, this neighborhood's going to shit. You're not selling your place. It's like, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. He's like the neighborhood's going where to you shit going? because of me. Because where of you me. going nowhere. Yeah. Anything else? Well, what would you give? Would you guys give this? A minus. B plus and an A minus. Mm-hmm. Pretty close. Very well directed. Very well made. Uh, too many. I was surprised. Plot. He was Hold that good. Nick, I'm talking. Too many plot contrivances. Ungawa for my taste. Sorry, Nick. You can go now. I was just surprised. It's from Zach Krieger. Um, I guess is. I don't know if this is his first movie or if he directed House Bunny, which is the comedy him and Trevor Moore were in. Not House Bunny. You know how the one with that up. Playboy is I don't know the one where he has to go. But I only saw a test screening of him and his friend go to the Playboy Mansion. Um, of course, he lost his friend so Trevor Moore died. <clears throat> Zach Krieger, and I, in I fact, he, he plays two characters. He's the voice on the phone when they're like, "Oh, I got bad news for you, man!" Like when they have like the woman and the guy on the phone at the beginning, and then he's the best friend who they never show from the front at the bar, where he's like, "So you know, like, tell me what you did, man." Level so, with man, level with man. Yeah. So he's like, well, you directed, know, I may have done something. <laughs> he directed Miss March, which I that's think the one I was thinking of. He directed episodes of the Whitest Kids You Know. He directed Civil War on Drugs. I which is it's, their film, another Wise Kids okay, You Know, like their movie. <clears throat> more sketches, more sketches, TV shows, and then Barbarian. So yeah, it's All third, right. I guess. Well, Civil War I on too Drugs show, is not a real uh, movie. She'll drop my letter grade. I think not drop like lower, but drop as in say it. Um, I think B plus. I there were too many times for me where I was just like, why is this? Yeah. Why are you doing it? And it, it it felt more so than most other movies. And I get it. A lot of it was because she she's just a good person. Um, a little too good, a little bit too good for my taste. And one last yeah, thing, I, 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 I like bad though. girls. No one last thing I wanted to mention. Like the creature in the basement. <laughs> God damn it. We uh so we mentioned how great it was, you know, shot and executed and all that stuff. It was also very well cut. I just one of the well and I just thought of it in this part where like right before she realizes she doesn't have her phone, it like cuts to like her phone sitting on like the table. And it, you know, that kind of stuff can be cheesy, I guess, but it worked really well the way it was slipped in here. Same with the like keys, her keys. Yeah. That's about, I mean, they only do it twice, but each time I notice that cut, I'm like, very nice. Like that, you could, that kind of stuff can get cheesy, but just even with the music cues when they did those cuts, I was like, yeah, I was very surprised nice. he's that. Yeah, nice. he's a, definitely a talent to watch who will probably get also, something big, big next, like a Marvel. The cops movie or are the worst cops in the world. Cops the are Detroit. the worst cops in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the worst. They're worse than the worst cops in the world. Listen, That's listen, like Jammer. There's a reason why the song is called Fuck the Police. All right. There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason. This is the reason why. Yeah, they're the worst. They're terrible. And they're really but bad. you know, to their credit, not to their credit, not no. not to give them an no. out, but yeah. they think she's high, right? They think she's on drugs, which mm. not totally unreasonable. She didn't look that because thing is she looked too what she was dirty, but she was too like her, her sentences were coming together. She sounded too smart. She looked too well fed. You know, it didn't look like <laughs> she had an addiction. She had all of her teeth. Okay. It could it could have been her first I time mean, having a. Uh, it could have been. I guess trip, you know you, you know? gotta. Everyone has to start somewhere. 
<laughs> drinking all that. Yeah, just the milk. Right. Just let me think of Homeland. Everybody, everybody's in a train spotting druggy. Some people, you know, you gotta. There's a, there's a descent there. Back What's her name again? The actress cat. Georgina Watson. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It's Georgina Tess, something. Georgina something. But I, I would be surprised if this was like her, uh, her breakout movie. I know she's been in other things, but I mean, like to the next Campbell, Georgina Campbell. Yeah, yeah she and was in, um, just to be clear, his dark materials and like other mm. Black Mirror type stuff. But I feel like this is like, I could see this being her breakout. Yeah, here's the thing. J- just to be clear, any <sighs> issues that I had with what the character did, not her. I thought that no, she, she was, was very good with the material that they gave her. Um, I thought it worked. She sold it. So yeah, I think it could have been worse in a worse actor's hands. And I think the director too. This is going to be his breakout, even if it doesn't get like a Marvel or mm, something. Agreed. You know, like he's definitely yeah. getting some Bloomhouse deals or some A twenty four deals. He's yeah, definitely going to get himself a DC, which is the Probably. thing we start saying, right? Get himself a DC. <laughs> You're not going to get a Marvel. You're going to get yourself a DC. Um, but you yeah, guys ready to move on so we can get to that too. good stuff? Yeah, let's move on. All right, letter grades in the bag, film in the bag. Go watch it. We think we think it's good. Let's move hey, on. To uh, some... Hold on, a uh, hey, jammer. Uh, business yes, note. Do you do you you want a uh a screener of One Piece film red? Yes. Wait, how how good quality is it, you think? It's from Crunchyroll and it's for the dub, so I don't Probably know. Probably pretty good then. Probably pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Do All I have right. to review it? Uh yes. yeah. <laughs> Let me think here. No. Okay. Uh, well, I was gonna offer if you wanted to do it as a, a video review on, on AVR. I mean I saw oh, the movie all yeah. already, yeah. so I'll Cameras like All right. I only I'll, write books. I don't write posts. I don't. I, think, I just don't. I. Don't that's interesting. I'll. Uh, I'll get with you guys more on that after. That's so random. So what? I don't want to keep talking about Barbarian, but I was looking at okay. the f- complete cast list. But Melissa, the person he allegedly sexually assaulted, was Kate Bosworth. Was she shown? That's in weird. The movie? Do we even hear her voice? We don't even hear her voice cut. either, do we? Oh. We hear, um, I think her, her message. voicemail. Yeah, we hear yeah. her voicemail. Oh, interesting. that was interesting. That's weird. That's very strange. Very anyway, and maybe he just got a connection. And he was like, "Hey, do you can you come into? They're the married for thirty minutes." Oh, oh. I know that. That's why. Why are you so confused? Final question: Is this movie too woke? <laughs> no. What? I hate that. I'm being no. an asshole. Yes, <laughs> like, wait, you are. Because that's the oh, second half is so woke. They have to shove it down our throats that like men are molesting women. They won't. Men won't say this. Basically, when we heard about the situation, is he didn't hey, say listen, no. Let me tell you. Until she said you. yes. Not all men, but definitely mostly. Yeah, definitely men with a power. lot. Definitely with a power. lot to be. Uh, definitely the majority. Definitely a lot to be concerned. Enough to be concerned. Yeah, and especially yeah. like the whole men with power dynamic. Like when even Aziz got accused, it's like, was it because of his power? Like power or I don't know. Sometimes because yeah, it's like even then you can be like, even I just didn't say no because it was Aziz. Whereas in this situation, it was like it's like oh, like so she she said no. He's like yeah, she kept saying no, and then she started enjoying it, and that's when you're like, well, that is the definition of yeah, sexual that's the definition. harassment yeah, yeah. No, or rape um, but no no rape, rape. yeah yeah no yeah. rape yeah not a, not not harassment <sighs> sexual harassment panda sorry it's a south park reference oh okay All someone right. out there news? will get it news? yeah let's news her up news fuck we got two trailers uh two marvel Woo! trailers fuck yeah two good ones First off, we've got a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer. 
Uh, it only took them, what year is it? 2022. Uh, it took them eight years to pay off the joke from fucking Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. So Kevin Bacon is the greatest hero in the galaxy going to save an entire city full of people. Um, and what was the line? With six up their butts by teaching them how to dance. And mm-hmm. so this is who's going to make Star-Lord, who is super down about the fact that Gamora, our Gamora, is dead and other timeline Gamora is still out there. Um, this was a... I'm going to sneeze. It's gone. Um, <laughs> this was a fun trailer. You know, I, I had to choke it down. That happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a fun trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this. I think that... Um, this is going to be a good setup for the next Guardians film, and it looks like a fun romp. I and when I what I did not know about this special, it looks like at least a substantial portion of it takes place on Earth, mm-hmm. um, our Earth, which is a very Star Trekky thing to do. Oh, I think um, yeah. So I like that. I think that's fine. That's right. What you guys? They think? didn't go to Earth at all in. The until the end of Endgame, yeah, then yeah, like in they weren't Infinity War, you meet them, but they're never on Earth. The Infinity War, they're on that ship where they're like, Why is Gamora? But no, I enjoyed a lot. Um, it's gonna be a nice little, I really loved the last special presentation, and I hope they do more. This feels, I mean, this is kind of you know, a middle chapter. James Gunn has said it's super important. We're actually getting locations and characters introduced in this that are going to be key to volume three. He has said that in the past. I'm wondering what locations he's speaking of. Probably whatever city they're in when they... Kevin Bacon's house. Kevin Bacon's house. <laughs> Gardens the of main location. Will take place completely in, in Kevin Bacon's house. And you want to hear me and Kyle talk about these trailers in depth. That's what Marvel Multiverse Mayhem was this week to shill. But, so, um, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, getting Kevin Bacon in there finally. Uh, I said this on our show. It makes three degrees of Kevin Bacon so easy. You're like, he was in Marvel. Everyone else in yeah. the world's in Marvel. But you can't. You have to do the specific project, though. It's not just Marvel. Marvel doesn't count as a movie. Marvel Guardians, which leads to Endgame, which has every actor in the world in that scene at the end of Fair Endgame. Enough. There you go. Yeah, it does make it easier for sure. Check and in this and world, mate, in this Jared. world, is there X Men First Class, and does he play that character Ooh, in X Men First? The multiverse. Class? That's the multiverse. There you go. A variant of Kevin <laughs> Bacon is a Nazi. Um. Yeah, I thought the, I thought it was fun. I really like seeing. Uh, it looks like Mantis and Drax are going to be like the main characters, and I love the fact that it's like seeing their dynamic. Finally, it was great. It was awesome yeah, in the second movie, together. and I like seeing more of it in this one. Um, and I just like seeing her kind of fit into the group. Obviously, we've seen more clips of it in like the Avengers movies as well as the uh, 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 Thor. I was trying to oh, think that's what right. was the movie we saw them. Almost, and that was actually kind of Thor. disappointing to me about Love and Thunder was the fact that I I had anticipated more Guardians. Not only did I anticipate more Guardians, I was disappointed by how little Mantis and Drax we got mm. in Love and Thunder. Well, so now this we're, looks we're making like up for it with this. No, I'm I'm not going to jump to conclusions. Somebody oh, taught okay. me. Okay, okay. Someone taught me. Someone not taught to you do that. that, even though they're fucking wrong when they said it. Hey, I'm just they saying, still gave you know, me pause. They no, still gave right. me pause. Here's the thing. I'm totally okay with you saying it looks like we're having Shuri. Not that. Okay. So Shuri is now Black Panther. 
there's a difference between it looks like Shuri is Black Panther and Shuri is Black Panther. But was I wrong? Because it looked but like Hulk was going to be running with the Avengers in Infinity War, and that didn't happen. But here's the, so here's the difference. Here's the difference between that. They deliberately lied to you. Yeah. Who says they didn't deliberately lie to us here? I don't Who's think they to would say? do that here. Who is to say, Jonesy? Me. I would make he knows all the spoilers, but don't. I would make a an educated guess that they would not fuck with the Black Panther. You're right, educated guess. You're allowed to say my educated guess is that is the case, and that Shuri is Black Panther. Was saying Shuri is Black Panther. Decisive man of action. DMA. That's me. (laughs) Anyway, we got another trailer. Guys, ready? Yeah. Quantum Mania. Quantum mania to to stay in line with my yelling. What does Janet know? Not the jammer variant. What does Janet know? And when did she know it? Right? That's the question that we have as we watch the new Quantum Mania trailer. Uh, we get a really cool comic accurate Kang. Uh, Nick, you asked if Jammer made a Star Lord level mistake by not revealing Janet. Janet, not Jammer. <laughs> Yeah, this is fun. This is what we're doing. We're doing the back and forth. Okay. I said Janet, not Jammer variant. Now we're going back to Jammer. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. Just, can I, do I have to start over? God damn no, it. Anyway. Do it again. Take two. No. No. <laughs> fuck all of you. Anyway. No, that's, yeah. So Discord, Nick was asking a question on Discord as to whether or not Janet Van Dyne knew about Kang and did she make a Star Lord liberal mistake <coughs> as it relates to not letting everyone know who this person was. Um my my question to that was did she actually know who he was? Right. I, I think it's entirely possible. And so that's the thing that I think makes it different. I'm really excited for this film. I think that the Ant-Man films have been a delight mm-hmm. in the MCU. They've been fun. And so I am looking forward to this. And I think that they are kind of um they're really going after it in this one, getting to see what the quantum realm looks like in this film. It looks like it's going to be a blast. It looks like it's just a universe inside of a universe as opposed to just a series of tubes like we've seen <laughs> thus far. So that's fun. Um, I'm anticipating, like, there are so many questions that I have about this film um, that I'm just really excited to see. Part of it is, up until this point, I've bitched and moaned about where the MCU as a whole is going. I felt like we've been meandering a little bit and finally getting to see Kang in not necessarily ultimate form, but like seeing him in the MCU in proper form gives us some indication of where we're going with this story overall. Um, and so I would like to see his interactions with Kang and I'm sorry, with Ant-Man. And then the other question I have beyond that is, how do they sidestep the idea? Like if he's in this film, is he, if Ant-Man can beat him, how is he an Avengers level threat? And so I'm curious how they're going to work that out within the course. Of this I mean, film. he could just beat one of his variants, but there's sure. so many more. There any, but I feel like that would diminish him overall. If you get to see it, like up until the point where Thanos got beat um, in infinity war and not even really, we, we never saw him lose. And so if it's hard for me, it's hard to build up this character who has conquered the universe, time and space, if he can be beat by Scott Lang. So I, I want to see him kill Scott Lang. I disagree. I? So here's what I like. 
I like underdog like? villains. Jammer, what do you like? I like villains who are weaker and they constantly have to like do things to, you know, outsmart the good guy a lot of times. I think that's more interesting a lot, like in many ways. Mm-hmm. So if we have a villain, not to say he's going to be weaker, but like if there's a situation where it's like, well, you beat me this time. Luckily, I've learned from this and now I'm going to beat this because he may not be like strong, but he has, uh, you know, a lot of technology that maybe he doesn't, and he's able to make it work in a way that is unpredictable. I don't know, man. Have you seen Jonathan Majors lately? Motherfucker looks strong. Louise, yeah. Much bigger than Paul Rudd. Motherfucking beefcake. I think think it'll be, it sounds like from um, stuff I've heard from the other trailer that didn't make it into this, the D23 or Comic-Con, I can't remember which place it came from, where, you know, had the the footage, because in that one, it shows that Kang has Cassie prisoner when he like tells ant man like you're gonna do this heist for me basically because they're always a heist film and same with like the line is gone where he's like oh you're an avenger have i killed you before like they're kind of keeping it softer than that in this trailer um i think he's gonna have ant-man do the heist and i think ant-man's gonna somehow screw him with what he gets or he like tricks him into thinking he has you know almost like an ethan hunt move where he's basically a mission impossible movie you do a little heist you give it to the bad guy and then you're able to get it back from the bad guy in time the rabbit's foot where's the rabbit's foot where's the rabbit's foot it's a rabbit's foot oh the plutonium there's always a MacGuffin in those movies the plutonium and fallout i will say that's probably my the only jj abrams film that i like like beginning to end yeah mission impossible 3 i like star trek but yeah but um I love no, Star I think, Trek. Star I think Trek's amazing. That's how Ant Man. Like it's not too. though. It's that's not. First, it is though. It is. That I like it, but I, I like yeah. it, but I have so many questions. Like there are just plot elements in there that don't work. Like why that's do fair. you go and try to kill the thing, and then the they just vanish for twenty years, and so because <clears> they edited it badly. Weird yeah, they edited like out that. the whole Klingon prison like twenty yeah, minutes of. Yeah, if you think about it for five seconds, like this doesn't make sense. No, you're right. Sure. You're 100. Here's the thing: like a lot of people, J.J. Abrams has oh, no. plot issues, oh, but no. he's still a really great director on a moment-to-moment basis and sort of breadcrumbing you in a way that's interesting and fun. Except for Last Skywalker. Exactly. There's not a good moment in that. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, there is. There's some good moments in that movie, but like, it's not a good movie. It's awful. Yeah, the first five minutes. <sighs> what happened the first five minutes again? Oh, yeah. Now the first remember. five minutes is when they go to get the information from that one alien, and then Kylo Ren chops that alien's head off and throws it on the table. I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Some Star Wars. And it was fucking terrible after that. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't very good. I uh, I hated that movie. And I oh, hated God. So bad. Should have gotten so Ryan anyway. Johnson for the third one. <laughs> As much as I and did not care for Last Jedi, Jammer can verify. I always said, "Don't retcon it. Lean into it. Don't waste. Don't waste time trying to to fix it. Just go with it." And what did they do? They tried to fix it and wasted. Was nothing to fix. Wasted was two thirds of a, a movie. Anyway, Last Jedi Ant Man. Perfect. Ant Man. Back to. No more Star Wars tangents unless we're gonna discuss Andor. God, you sound like today. you sound like Sean Spicer over there. Best Star Wars movie ever, biggest audience ever. I'm sorry, who? Hands like down. why? Why Sean Spicer? Sean's Sean. Oh man, yeah, I know this is like a 2016 joke. I'm sorry. I know who anyway. he is, but I don't know Star Wars. 
how? It's no, you the, were like him. It's the inauguration <laughs> when he was like, this was the largest inauguration, hands down. Oh, so I'm saying, right. like, this is the cool. greatest Star Wars movie, hands down. Or like the anyway. highest gross. I mean, but um, the thing is, the difference anyway. between him and me is that he, I'm right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Are you I want have a few I more things to say about Ant-Man instead of discussing what you got? Star Wars. Oh, yeah, um, sorry. The So I do <laughs> think, yeah, that Kang will need something to get out of the quantum verse or whatever his little city realm i don't know why kyle don't well because kyle you're knows muted. how you're everything kyle. goes kyle you're muted kyle you're muted is he explain no i he's on he's retained he's doing to explain yeah, the plot because he knows everything yeah. oh he's doing a deadpool um, he's doing a deadpool yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> a deadpool uh <laughs> you jackman yeah, but um um so i think that's the only way you can defeat him without getting killed by him i wouldn't be surprised if ant-man does get killed by king i do want Ant-Man. i would you can't kill Ant Man and Ant Man. He's not. Sure, you can. No, you can't. It's very easy. Oh, my what last comment. Say? Barely an inconvenience. Yeah, that has the best <laughs> cameo ever in that trailer. The the guy Bill from uh, I think you should leave. Where he's like, "Thank you, Spider Man." He's the. Uh, it's from one of my favorite sketches. I think you should leave. The old man where they, it's the car one, and he's like, they're doing the what do people want in a oh, car yeah. focus group, and he's like, stinky. It's like a steering wheel yeah, that totally does not fall out the window. Where, um, Stanley would have fit in. Oh, that's oh, almost a Stanley yeah. cam. They should use this yeah, guy as Stanley in every movie because he is funny. I'm just joking, but hashtag recast Stanley. <laughs> Not exactly, but find Not a exactly. new old guy. That's literally something. what you just said. <laughs> I still think Deadpool should be our Stanley and just show up in every movie, but not be important. I would like argue in the background needing a newspaper. Let, let it. It's all right. <laughs> but yeah, I like that cameo that most people. Actually, a lot of people will catch that because that's. I think it's Netflix. Most people. It's one of the. It's one of the most. I know because you wouldn't like that sketch show, but it's one of the most. I don't know. It's one of Netflix's biggest sketch shows ever because I don't think they've ever renewed one. I've watched it and I didn't catch it. Jammer has no idea who he is. So now you're at two thirds of the podcast. I guess you wouldn't know. Kyle, uh, did you know? Did you know? Did you recognize him? No, I didn't recognize the old man. There you go. Yeah. Most people. We're all disproven. super geeks, Nick. No, well, I'll no one's say, gonna know. You're like you're in your own little world thinking, oh, I, think I know, so leave. everyone knows. I think you should no, leave. but also like <laughs> it's the second most meme thing from I think you should leave is that guy behind the hot dog suit. Where he's like, anybody could have done this. But no one knows what you're talking about, Nick. If you don't I know, know about the hot, the hot dog, dog meme, you're an yeah, idiot. Everybody knows. I've never seen that, that was, I read about that hot on CNN is how big the hot dog meme got. See here, I got to look it up. Yes, God knows. Politicians were CNN. using it. It's fucking amazing. I well, I mean, if it makes mainstream yeah, you know, news. You know who shouldn't use it? Politicians. Because that's I know, basically but them. They were the ones who were using it, which is when it got really. That's why it became don't a news story. get the irony. Are you looking? What is that face? Are you farting or are you looking up the meme? No, I got, I got heartburn going on here. Got everything going on with no, you know this is going to give you heartburn. You know this is going to give you heartburn. Black Adam just destroyed the motherfucking <clears throat> box office. So $140 million worldwide. Oh, um, it is Dwayne That's Johnson. And this worldwide? is the thing that shocked me. This was his biggest domestic uh, box office opening. So Tom Cruise type shot. Dollars. I guess. Because like, um, I figured Tom Cruise did way bigger than Top Gun's opening. And I thought <coughs> The Rock has had bigger openings than... Um, Black Adam, but apparently not. Yeah, and as I think about it, maybe not, right? So I would think that some of the stuff that would have done better actually opened during pandemic-y time, so probably not. But um, yeah, fuck the critics. This movie is killing it. And 
it's going to be interesting to see. I was a little worried from the perspective of, you know, they've talked a lot about the future of the DCEU hinging on how well this movie did. But it seems like it's just, it's just killing it. So good on them for making a mediocre movie that everyone could glom onto. And, well, killing uh, it, I'm assuming it's a lower budget film based on what you guys also said about special effects compared to like, you know, stuff they've put before. Cause like, yeah, it made 20 million more than Spider-Man one and it's opening weekend. Like that's not, that's good for the pandemic <gasps> and that's good for this year, but that's not killing it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just looked up the budget. 195 million. Yeah, it's a yeah, it $200 a, million dollar movie. This is this is this isn't not, it's not, not it's killing not, it. Really? It's not it's not bad, but it's not amazing. It's not going to make it, it has to probably make 500ish million in order to break even. I it will do feel better like than it had to be Justice his goddamn League. paycheck. It'll make more money than Justice League or Batman v <laughs> Superman because those were giant budgets. Wow. I did not real like there's no to be fair. I could not I would not have fathomed that this cost that much. To be Looks fair like yes. to this, uh, Eternals made more money on its opening weekend, bringing in over seventy million opening weekend. You know why? People thought it would be good. <laughs> Whereas this is DC, uh, and people are like, "Yeah." The well, Batman so... did ba- like everything. Like I, I wanted this to be successful. We got to talk about this on uh, Daily Cog because uh, for theaters, I, I thought the hundred and forty million was domestic, and it it wasn't. It was worldwide. That's pretty bad. And even when you start looking into context of all the other uh, superhero movies recently, not to mention uh, which have had you know lukewarm re- receptions overall, not to mention things like uh, Top Gun Maverick, uh, it really. It really isn't as great a number as even in the context of post quote unquote post pandemic, but still yeah. bravo for the rock breaking a a, rec- a personal record. So here's what sucks. And I almost have to take it back. My thinking on that one for even any way you slice it, 67 or 140. My thought was that this was, we just said a lower budget movie against $200 million. I don't think so anymore. And just going back with Eternals, that was a film that got a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily have gone to see that film to go see it, right? So you've got um, Kit Harington, Richard Madden, and you've got Angelina Jolie, and you've got Chloe Zhao, right? It, prestige actors mm-hmm. and a prestige director. And so I think at least, and plus the baseline Marvel people are already going to go see it. Um, Minus, DC yeah. needs to keep Minus the COVID itself. tax. Minus the COVID tax. So I'm not surprised that it did slightly better, that it skewed slightly higher. Um, 140 yeah. is pretty bad, but the news was saying it was a big hit. Because, yeah, like I said, the record for the biggest opening of all time domestically was Spider-Man, and it was only 120. Here's the question. And that was back in legs? 2002, before inflation. Question you got. I will think so. Legs? If it has legs, this could be fine. I think no, a lot of these Wakanda, Wakanda Forever comes out oh, this week. So it's done. <laughs> so it's got yeah, the week after that opening weekend, this weekend, and then done. No, I think so it's, it's going to. Wakanda Forever weekend. is the week after next because next week we're covering it has two more uh, weekends. Lendl and, we- Lendl and Wendell and Wild next weekend, which, we're, which came out today. And the week after that's our Black Panther week. Because uh, next, uh, next Saturday right. is November 5th, and that's the day Doc. Brown invented time travel back in ni- 1955, and also yeah, the year my son was my son was born in uh, 2013. So, 
Yeah. How sad is that? No flying cars. No flying cars. So, I mean, yeah. like, but it also could be different in your country. I don't know, Jonesy. Oh yeah, no, I'm wrong. Yeah, you guys are right. And I think part of what it was, I was seeing the media rat. The embargoes are over, and people are already seeing uh, Wakanda Forever. So I thought it was next week. Well, when I went to test screenings, Marvel often does them really early because they're proud. The like, the embargo, well, the full embargo is not a uh not lifted yet. It's just uh early like Twitter reaction. Twitter reactions. Yep. Yeah. Manny Gomez saw it last uh Wednesday night, and uh, what do you think? He loved it. He loved it. He and, you know, he and I were real similar. I think even the three of us probably all shared some similar uh, uh, worries and and concerns. Uh, He said, Atisha Wright is an outright lead and she (laughs) she holds it well. Uh, He said, uh, of course, to notch. I think I said that right. Or to notch. To notch, to notch. Okay, you're talking about the the actor. I think yeah. He said, uh, "Namor works amazing. Uh, that the world looks uh, looks good. Uh, pretty much every issue that he had personally uh, seemed to have been completely uh, uh, ab- absolved, unfounded, whatever word you want to use for gone. He's he's very very happy with the film." Uh, there are some other things, story stuff that we'll have to see how play out, but uh, yeah. Okay. Now is something I forgot to mention with Ant-Man. Um, Ant-Man kind of crushed a lot of my excitement. I'm still gonna, I'm still excited for Black Panther, but Ant-Man was kind of makes me at a point where it's like, now that I've seen Kang, let me, let's give me Kang. Don't make me worry about Wakanda, but I'll be excited when I sit. Like I was telling Kyle in the podcast, the minute I'm sitting in the theater, and the Wakanda theme like comes over the Marvel credits or whatever. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, Black Panther world!" And I think I mean, part of honest, my excitement is hurt not. because of no T'Challa. I think like Namor, a- they're using Namor to kind of like be like, "We still have a big character in it," but I'm like, "I don't give a shit about Namor, Namor, or whatever." <laughs> and my video. I don't think they're using him to just right attract now. people. I think they're doing him to like uh, enrich the story. It sounds like. Oh well, yeah, but like who Namor? Yeah. But he, I th- yeah. feel like he's their draw. I don't think they're going like, T'challa. oh, fucking kids love Namor. It's yeah, not no, that. I, I think, think they would have the done reason. him. He's not. He's Regardless not of who the lead was, scenes. I think they would have done him. Yeah. Well, I mean, they <sighs> kind of hinted at it in Endgame. They used to like there was they claim there's that line in Endgame where she's talking about uh, what the earthquake under the ocean, yeah, earthquake under the ocean nearby Wakanda. Like, well, let's not worry about that right now. We got bigger stuff to worry about. Well, let's not worry about two trailers ago. Let's let's push on with this. Uh, when you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. Black Adam stuff, because what it leads into is Henry oh, yeah. Cavill uh, spoiling the end of Black Adam by saying, he's back, baby. Uh, Superman returns. So what we all knew and suspected after having watched the film um, Henry Cavill released a statement to say, I wanted to wait until the weekend was over before posting this because I wanted to give you all a chance to watch Black Adam. Now that plenty of you have, <laughs> I wanted to make it official. I'm back as Superman. So that's kind of exciting. Um, there was another explanation. Uh, I think I lost it. 
but he gives an explanation for why he chose a particular suit that he was wearing. So he's back in the classic suit. Um, I didn't care for it. I didn't care for the music, but oh, it's not it'll even a be... Zack Snyder suit, just not desaturated. Yeah, it's. I like, uh, I like, the, I like the Zack Snyder does he have suit. Underwear this... on, underwear on over it. I don't think you can see. I think it is. So how can we tell? It looks the colors are a little bit more vibrant, like Nick. Well, said. I thought that was because um people have resaturated. I don't know what the term is. The Man of Steel, and it looks great. Like it is bright, but. Zack Snyder just desaturates his movies for that look. So it, but I thought I've seen the suit itself, like behind the scenes photos and stuff, and it is bright. The one he wears in Man yeah. of Steel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I am curious. Um, mostly because the next story kind of leads into is we've got new heads of DC EU and. James Gunn and Peter Safran are going to be leading this. And so between the do we call do we call Black Adam a success a success now? That's certainly I mean, the way it's being. It positioned. wasn't a flop. So All right. It'll yeah, make more we'll money. go with that. It wasn't a flop. Um people care. So I'm curious, what does that mean going forward for James Gunn, who is now taking over the DCEU um with a quote unquote successful Black Adam or not a flop Black Adam? a Superman and whatever else he's going to be working on. And he um, still has, he's still stuck with the flash and Aquaman as they exist now. Is he before he really, he doesn't seem man. It'll be interesting to see how much power he actually has, because as someone who talked a lot of shit about Jared Leto, I don't know <clears throat> that um, Ezra Miller he has a lot it. of, yeah, I don't yeah. know that he would, Tolerate Even that though they work together, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, um, for those of you that missed it over this past week, James Gunn and Peter Safran were named DC Studios CEOs by Zaslav, the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO. So it's kind of exciting time. There was a lot of discussion DC about Studios. It's a it's a new. It's no longer DC film. Yeah. It's DC Studios. I'm they sorry, because he because he's gonna be in charge of the animation and the HBO Max and yeah, whereas the animation was kind of run separately, which is why the animation is so much better than the DC previously titled DCEU movies. Yep, it's still um, DCEU. No one's gonna stop is. saying DCEU. That's what I'm calling it. It's so sick. after it's like um, She-Hulk, after you don't get pick your own name. Navigating Peacemaker and Suicide Squad and all of those things, James Gunn is. Uh, getting to take his shot at leading the studio and jammer's point that he made on discord like what a fuck up by disney right um i'm excited about this but it is it is hard not to realize that the only reason that this probably happened is because he walked across the aisle when disney unceremoniously dismissed james gunn a couple of years ago based on some really old tweets based on some really stale jokes and so here we are uh with this guy now leading uh he was uh gonna be like the guy mapping out the intergalactic side of the uh universe yeah that uh yep well i saw an interesting tweet where someone was like how ironic that kevin like feige built his own nemesis and i disagree with that like i don't think there is as much as the dc versus marvel culture especially with james gunn moving over to dc but like, i don't DC think there is any him a chance who knows no 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 know. no but i don't think it's a bad thing that like i don't think it's a big hurt to marvel to have 
no. a talent that they help build be in charge of a universe that needs the help. Like I, mm. I don't think it hurts Marvel <laughs> at all. Like I even had some quote where it's like, we're not trying to be, someone had a quote recently where it's like, we're not trying to be Marvel. No, the rock actually, that was the rocks quote where it's like, look, we're not here to beat down Marvel. We're not trying to be Marvel. We're DC. Like they're Marvel. And even like, I like Kevin Feige's quote where he's like, He's like, yeah, he has a lot more work to do for us before he takes over that role. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, good John, for him. don't uh, don't drop the ball. You got you don't don't put us on the back movie. burner. Yeah, don't D. Yeah, don't D and D. Better finish yeah, right? this shit out. Um, <laughs> I at least from my perspective, I am more excited about this announcement than a lot of stuff that's happening at Marvel right now. And I think the rationale is up until this point, we've had lots of suits leading dc um and their projects now uh, while saffron is i don't want to call him a suit um but that's what he is right and james gunn has the practical experience and somebody who has the directorial practical experience of making really fun projects that people have been very passionate about and saffron in his own right the annabelle series and all those things that he's produced mm-hmm. like i'm excited about those things that combination of folks everyone has been so focused on feige and feige and kind finding a feige i feel like if they can pull this off like this is the best combination of that so, so it does kind of feel similar to what they did with Jeff Johns and that other person a while ago. But obviously Jeff James Gunn is, is not... actually James Gunn is a proven filmmaker. Like he is a good yes. storyteller in film, not just the like we're working with them. There haven't been any complaints. <laughs> um so I have a comment and a question. Um Oh, the comment is it was really interesting on Twitter, you know, because before this was announced, it's announced he's also like, like directing another film and directing Peacemaker and stuff. Um, and someone was like, uh, this is a tweet he responded to. Someone was like, oh, man, like, I love that you got like at James Gunn. I love that you got this position, but I'm sad you won't be directing any more movies. And he was like, who said I'm not going to be directing any more DC movies? Like, he's kind of like yeah, a Feige who could also direct a film. He's or a player two. coach. The announcement yeah. made it clear that he's going to still be directing projects, yeah. which and is insane. I don't understand how he's going to make it work. That's ridiculous. Feige doesn't. You know, that's one of his strengths. Just- is that he doesn't direct because he's able to focus. And obviously it's kind of lost now because he's spread thin between too many projects, but it's going to be uh, difficult for Gunn to balance everything. Well, then my question was going to be, since we have Gunn, who has more of the light flavor, even if he's, he's, you know, he's done some of the R rated movies in the DCU, DCEU. Do you think, the whole universe is kind of going to get more of a Marvel facelift as far as tone since James Gunn, even the Suicide Squad had a Marvel tone to it. I felt I mean, so it's not just him though. Suicide Squad did not have a Marvel tone. I felt it had a very Marvel tone. It was just R rated. Like it was goofy, like guardians. It was, I think it had a guardians tone because that's his tone, except it was more violent. I don't think that's, I don't guardians to me. Isn't synonymous with Marvel guardians is kind of super hyper weird. It's It's his own thing. But yeah. I mean, I think he's perfect to be in charge of a studio that's doing Superman because Superman should be bright and colorful. Like, the, obviously, you have to have I stakes and stuff, but like, I, I still think Man of Steel was at least visually a very bad interpretation of Superman with the desaturation. Disagree. Like, his Disagree. movie should look really, I, I picture yes. a Superman movie looking colorful and not no, desaturated. I mean, it can. It can. It doesn't have to. That's, That's what I thing, want right? from a Superman movie, especially since like everything in DC right now so far has been <laughs> so dark. I think Wonder Woman's yeah. dark, Batman's dark. I think they 
can lighten them all up, even Batman. Batman is with the exception dark, of though. the Batman. <coughs> Batman's been dark in every movie except for the Schumacher and the uh, Adam West. So movies. it doesn't have to be dark. You just made my point. It doesn't have to be dark. That's what I'm it saying. Be... Like I think he can. I, I expect to see lighter versions of all of them, I, and I want to. Like I'm tired. I mean, and the Matt Reeves can corner that market on the dark version of Batman. But uh, then maybe think, we get uh, something a little more fun with our James I mean, we, uh, under James Gunn. We can. I just don't think it's. I don't like it's bright, not a colorful Superman. I don't. It's boring. Bright and colorful Superman is boring to me. And I guess the segues perfectly into the next story, right? Uh, that the Superman that we're getting is going to be what's the word? Supremely joy. Enjoy it. Wait, supremely joyful or something along those lines. I forgot the specific line, but that he's just going to be more in line with what Nick wants, which I think is fine as long as it makes sense. Well, I mean, I don't want it to be a Nick. I'm still talking like it doesn't still need to be. It doesn't still need to be. uh, As long as it makes sense from his character arc in justice league, I'm okay with it. I don't want it to be like, and bam, different character. Feels like that's what we are getting just because the Snyder cut is not canon. And that's yeah. where we see the darkest. Man of Steel is, <laughs> and I guess Whedon's Justice League is, unless you just pretend it didn't happen at all, which is probably smarter. But I, I was, mo- and I was mostly referring to. Uh, I didn't think he was too dark in the character in Man of Steel. I thought visually, like I would like to see a brighter film, not necessarily happy-go-lucky Superman all the time. But, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, he stands for hope. It would be nice, you know. Obviously, he's gonna come up against the threat it's gonna get really dramatic he's gonna be sad and angry and stuff but i, don't yeah, know. I, I still I, like I, snyder's I interpretation of the character like, you stand for hope is cool but like <laughs> it's not always just because he stands for hope doesn't mean that he's perfect and always just no blah, happy <laughs> i didn't mean <laughs> that extreme but <clears throat> right, even, even more visually yeah well yeah. and even like yes a little bit more hopeful than man of steel but like no he's not like oh boy like life is perfect i got lois lane i'm right maybe that's how it starts like i'm writing news stories and then boom villain like brainiac or someone shows up and you're like now it's gonna get dark and twisted yeah well we'll see and then hope you guys like hardcore you've seen her a lot more (laughs) yeah i like her seen a lot more hardcore she'll be the the, the nick fury of the uh whatever (laughs) she definitely showed up in black adam so Oh, um, did she hardcore Yeah. James you guys remember she was the one she was the one that received... seen the movie. Oh the fuck, I forgot. Yeah, we um, haven't seen the movie. And then I got yeah. really, really sick. And it makes sense because she right. James Gunn married her after a Peacemaker, even though she's like twenty yes. years his junior. We, we got but... that. It, you said his wife, yes. We understand. Yes. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see given this this massive shift. With the DCU, what this means for other projects, we've already had some other things happen. So uh, the Green Lantern is currently being retooled, a film that was or film, a series that was going to star uh, Alan Scott, as well as Guy Gardner is now being retooled uh, to star Jon Stewart, um, which I'm excited for. I I have a strong preference to see Jon Stewart. Uh, who we haven't seen up until this point in live action. So that's going to be fun. I remember way back when, when he was going to be in the um, the Justice League Mortal film and it was going to be Common. And I, I don't know whether or not I think Common could have pulled that off um, 
but I think it would have been fun just to get a live action John Stewart. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what films and projects, if any, survive under this new gun saffron regime, given the fact that they lost a couple of folks as they were making this film. So I'm God, I keep calling it a film, not a film show. Well, so. and I think that was definitely the right decision. To, I thought it was kind of an insult not to John Stewart. Why? Because he's, I don't know, he's hes like, to me, he's, he's our generation Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah, he, he's Green Lantern number two, like for me as but far he's as our generations. Yeah, he's our generations. I don't like, you know, by jumping to two <laughs> other white Green Lanterns, you're almost taking away one of a strong black character. Um, even though Guy Gardner is a very fascinating yeah, uh, I was Green Lantern say, in the I, comics. I remember reading more about Guy Gardner in the comic books, especially around the time the death of Superman. Mm-hmm. more so than John Stewart. And so I, I mostly I get, from the animated shows. Yeah. And so why I got that made uh, it massively popular. Yeah. And yeah. then in the new 52 is actually a red lantern in a great Supergirl story. And actually he was the lead of the book, red lanterns, which he, John Stewart. No, um, uh, guy Gardner. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it is a fun move. It's a move that excites me. Um, I don't know that I necessarily saw it as an insult that he wasn't in it um, or that it didn't star him, but it it is surprising that up until this point, we hadn't gotten mm-hmm. a live action version. Only because they used up Hal Jordan. I don't see them bringing him back. Hal, yeah. True don't bring him up for like 10 years. <laughs> Unless you're going to Deadpool him and bring back it's Ryan It's already Reynolds. been 10 years. <laughs> they're going to yeah. fridge him. Deadpool and oh, Ryan Reynolds will come cute. back with his version of the. So you did there, Jonesy. I did it. I did the thing. So yeah, we'll see. Um, was anybody excited for that project as it was, or are you more excited for it now, Nick? I think I'm you can get your thoughts. Probably more. Mostly that it's now. under under like a different regime. I'm more mm-hmm. excited. I mean, I was always open to it, but I was never excited for it. So I'm excited for this now that I like James Gunn, and hope I'm interested to see where he shepherds it. There could be other changes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they switched that to a movie. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Given the big screen, especially Given if he's going to be in a reformed Justice League. Zazlavin, he's just like, like, fuck the small screen, fuck streaming. Streaming is for reality TV Babies. only, except for the Reeves universe. I would honestly prefer that, right? I I think I would like to see a, another Green Lantern movie. It'll be interesting yeah. to see if they can overcome um, the older Green Lantern. I think you film. can now with a different Green Lantern, and you'll give it some subtitle or something. Call it the Green Lantern. They overcame Suicide Squad. They can overcome Green Lantern. I think. did they though? They didn't. That movie flopped. Yeah, the Suicide Squad flopped. Yeah, yeah. That's because the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I think um, Aldous Hodge would have been a good Green Lantern, but it'll be interesting. Or John Stewart specifically, but it'll be interesting to see who we get. So that was the guy that played Hawkeye. Um, oh, you mean Hawkeye? Uh, God, Hawkman! 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 Hawkman. <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see who they get to play John Stewart. You guys, have any uh, fantasy castings? Hmm. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I was going to say Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. I mean, he'd be good. Yeah. 
I mean, either of those two would work, but I mean, those are like the obvious takes. I don't think I wouldn't Literally do just pulled Majors. the two actors from Creed three. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, who else could it be? Donald Glover. No, <laughs> could no, work. no, no, no. Childish Gambino. Yo, no, that, no. just because you say his name differently doesn't mean he's still he's a different actor. <laughs> I didn't say his name differently. I said his other name. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean? I have sort the of. flu, Nick. Oh, I feel like shit. I, I'm not on my game. I can't come at you like i usually do wow come at me bro phrasing i didn't say come on i said come at <laughs> mm-hmm. still phrasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, phrasing i'm just looking at my shelf of movies and trying to come up with a good actor to play <clears throat> what about you uh, Corey hawkins so he was Easy. in so he was in the rebooted 24 series he was in oh, yeah. uh, kong skull island you don't like he him? Would be. I like that. Oh, I so I think it's somebody that is, he's... How old is he? 34. 34. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's perfect. I thought he, I thought he was way older. I thought he was like no. in his 40s or, you know, no. low 50s. Or he was like um, really young in 24. Yeah. He I, was in In the Heights. Um, oh, yeah, he was and so I think as somebody who um, is of the right age, he's tall. He's 6'1". Um, as somebody who's supposed to be a Marine, I think he has the physical stature to, um, play that role. I was kind of annoyed. I went to an event on Monday and I was with these Marines. So I'm not short 5'11". These guys were like 6'3 and 6'4". I was like, God damn it. I feel short. Um, anyway, so I feel like you need that, right? Somebody yeah. can fill out that uniform. So I dig it. that to me. Oh, also, you know, it would be make it fun. He was in Six Underground. Hmm. So that's another reason to cast him with Ryan. Make Reynolds. it happen. Make it he was so. in a terrible movie. No, just so you get that connective tissue. People are like, oh, you know how people like to point at the screen, like, oh, it's it. They were in the same movie together, and that was that one. Green oh, you're talking about Nick. You're literally just lantern. talking about Nick. <laughs> what? How dare you? How, how dare you? Dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Anyway. That's my fancy casting. You like it? Good. Ready to move on? Yeah. Awesome. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is back, baby. Potentially. He is rumored for a role in the Fantastic Four film as Dr. Doom. Or, no, not cough. Reed Richards. Mr. Fantastic himself. Um, It'll be interesting to see. I mean, we've got no casting news out of this film. Uh, a lot of fans were looking forward to having John Krasinski play him. Nobody on this podcast, except probably me. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's I can't think of a time, except for maybe um, Robin Hood, where we've had <laughs> someone potentially being cast as either the villain or the hero in a film where it could go either way. Was that Jamie Foxx? Was, no, this is the one with um, Russell Crowe, I think. Oh, oh, mm. geez. remember that? Be the sheriff of Nottingham. Oh yeah, I, I forgot yeah. about that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, now you I know why? Because it's forgettable. It sucked. And there's been another Robin Hood since then. There's with, never uh, been a good Robin Hood movie. <laughs> you watch your mouth, Prince of Thieves is a yeah. What are you talking about? Treat. Yeah. Screw you, Jammer. No, is that the Kevin Cosner yeah. one? Yes. Yes, it is. I need to watch that one. The it's Painted easy. Man. I love it. I think I just don't like Robin Hood. I just don't like the character of Robin Hood. He's boring. What? I don't like it. Don't like it. 
Doesn't anyway, like Lord of the Rings. If, doesn't like if, Robin Hood. If you fucking doesn't like Lord, hold on, trailers. what? Hold on a second. In what world did I what? say I don't like Lord of the Rings? We were talking about the books. We were shitting. Oh, books. okay. Yeah, fair enough. I wasn't. I will say. Movies. I will say. In my book, listen, I finally made it to Rivendell. Fuck. After oh, a million million years, <laughs> and it's gonna it get is, more boring uh, before it gets better. No, it's actually gotten more interesting. So you I get think Council I, of Elrond. Yes, and here's why. Here's why. Let me say mm-hmm. why. It always comes back to Lord of the Rings. As the book hues closer to the films and where it deviates slightly, I feel like I am listening to a director's cut of the film. Mm. And that's kind of what I like. Um, yeah, that's what I'm that's enjoying. Fair. I can see yeah, that. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Oh, also, I I don't know if you guys remember this. Remember I was saying... Like fans were upset because Eowyn was made up or something along those lines. It isn't that she's made up. They inserted her into parts where she wasn't mm-hmm. into the yeah, film. They gave her and so problems. that was that was the biggest difference. Like the whole running from the Nazgul in the films was not her at all. That was somebody completely different. You're talking about Arwen. So that was mm. that's what I said. You said, said Eowyn. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I still understood who you meant, though. I, I didn't oh, damn, actually. These same goddamn names. Yeah, they um, actually they were gonna do her. They were gonna have her more prominent originally. They actually shot scenes with her, like fighting, I think, in Helm's Deep or something, and other stuff. And interesting. Didn't work. And they even saw like shot scenes of Sauron actually coming back and then fighting him, but they didn't use. Glad they didn't do that. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't need that. Um, but back to the main point. Uh, so this film that's going to be directed by Mark Shackman with potentially Kylo Ren in either the lead or villain Matt role. God damn it. I need to go to bed. I would like um, Reed Richards from him. I, th- I, th- I mean, we know the, <laughs> the, yeah, he has the Kylo Ren voice, which would be cool for Dr. Doom. But I would like, I, I don't want to be, I think he could easily just easily play the good guy. I think he has range. No more mask. Yeah. No more mask. the mask too. Just let him, just let him be uh yeah, I think he'd be a good Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. He'd have to win me over. I'm sure he'll be fine. He's a great actor, but I just don't envision him as that. As either one? Oh, no, as Mr. Fantastic. I can envision You'd him, rather him as, as Doom. Doom. Yeah, I, but I mean, that's the cliche thing because we saw him be bad. So yeah, exactly. I see him exactly. being bad. So I mean, like, we essentially sure saw he... him be the same character. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, it's, it's a little uninspired, I'll admit, but that's the one I envision him more as. But, you know, I'm sure he'll be able to pull it off. Either That's way. exactly why I want to see Reed Richards. I want to see the other side of not the obvious marriage choice. story. Marriage story is so good. Well, I don't think he's that much of a good guy in that either. Is he based yeah, on he the is. one clip I've seen from that movie? He's totally them just shouting fine. at each other. Okay. Yeah, but there's having an argument. He's a good enough guy. He's a good guy in that movie. Okay. I recall. Okay. There's just this really funny recall. scene where, so what he does is he does this game where he takes like a utility knife and he like puts it uh make like it sheaths it and like runs it along his hand as like a joke to his kids um like saying like oh i'm cutting myself and obviously it's not cutting him and at one point he uh, i forget who it is like some legal person comes in and he's like oh yeah it's just a stupid game the kid was like do the thing do the thing he's like fine and he's like really flustered so he accidentally cuts himself and he just starts bleeding all over the place it's really funny okay um (laughs) it kind of makes me wonder Hmm. i was just gonna say go ahead Okay. Um, there was an article from Cam <laughs> earlier this week, uh, yeah, two days ago, where he talked about there was a 
Dr. Doom scene that was supposedly cut, a post-credit scene that was cut from Wakanda Forever. So that would have been a very interesting segue into this character getting that. But, Sorry, go uh, ahead, Kyle. Oh, Kyle just, just shared new news. On that, uh, on the Fantastic Four casting, Ooh, Will, really? William Jackson Harper is a potential rumor. He's been cast in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and some people are suggesting, you know, hey, maybe could be nothing, no real rumor that he is Reed, but that's a fan casting oh, playing into news that he's like been. That. Uh, Man, so. not with that fucking body. There's no way he could be. Right, he's too ripped. You got you gotta say like, hey, eat some more donuts, man. You can rip and stretch, rip and stretch. I mean, they we had to buy him yes. as this super nerd in the good place, even though he was super ripped. So <laughs> I guess he could pull it off if he has the right attitude. Wait, is this oh, cheaty or whatever? Yes, yeah, a cheaty. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool, Mister Fantastic. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he didn't know who he was, Jones. No, I didn't at first. I know. <laughs> That's why I didn't have an opinion about him at first. It's not like I'm like, That's a good choice. I was like, okay. That'd be interesting. That yeah. that would be an interesting direction. I don't think it is, but you know, I, I could see it working. You don't think it's an interesting direction? No, no, I don't think it's. I don't think this. Oh, you don't play Mister Fantastic, but it could be interesting. Yeah, fans uh, would lose their minds. But it wouldn't make sense to make Reed Richards black if does if it, Nick? Kang, Why? If Kang is indeed. Um, the son also of Black. Reed Richards. What does Kang yeah. have to do with Reed Kang, Richards? Kang, it was one of his origins. He's Reed Richards' descendants. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. There That's There's that version. There's the Egyptian <laughs> version. There's Iron. Yeah, there's a bunch of different. I don't know if you've Nathaniel seen a film called Fast and Furious. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, and also, there could be other Black people down in the lineage. Someone there, looks at John Krasinski's been... character, Reed Richards, they say, or they I say just... to Kang, I didn't realize you had a. Nordic strain. <laughs> you guys joked about that last week too, so I didn't get it, so I had to look it up. But now I get it. Still good. Oh yeah, you never Still saw good. Fast Nine? Of course I didn't. Oh man, that was It was funny because that was my moment of realization. I'm like, Vin Diesel's not white. I didn't realize he wasn't white. I thought he was white. Which again is why that scene is so hilarious that they felt the need to explain that. Like of all the things that happen in Fast and Furious movies, this is the thing. I just imagine, I just imagine them then like having the scene, and then like, hold on a second. Vin Diesel's like, I, I think people are going to be distracted by the fact that he's really white and I'm not. So we need to address that. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. No, no, no. I really think we need. No, no, we need to explain family. We need to explain (laughs) family. (laughs) All right, last two stories. You ready to rip the room? Rip it. Do it. All right, so. I don't even know which order to do these and which one would be make it more funny. So Damon Lindelof is being, uh, he's going to be the scribe, right? So he's been hit up to be the scribe on the new yep. Star Wars film, which is funny. So if you know Damon Lindelof, you know him from such things as Watchmen, which I think we all loved, and yeah. Lost, which I definitely did not love. Mm-hmm. So what's going to make that very funny is that um, Kathleen Kennedy was told to stop announcing Star Wars films. Rumor, before. rumor, right, yeah. Whatever, whatever. I'm going to jump to conclusions here. Uh, she was told, hey. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Hey, I Kathy, appreciate Kathy, your journalist. Hey, Kathy, integrity. shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Kathy. In all fairness, um, I feel like a good chunk yes. of, like maybe about a third or half of them weren't announced. They were just 
THR or Variety posted it, but they're pretty reliable. So it's basically an announcement. Yeah, that's the, the real... same situation here uh, with date with Lindelof. It wasn't announced by her, but she does announce things like things do come from. She Disney still has. Yeah. Quite often. <laughs> like at least half of the things that she's announced are things that like like Taika Waititi, Ryan Johnson, um, Patty Jenkins. I mean, and then also yeah, the, all the Dennis Denioff, Benioff, D and D, yeah, D and D, yeah, yeah. Those four, I think, were all announced. Other ones, I think, were leaked. So I get it, but also asterisk just to make sure it's clear that and Feige has produced, announced. even though we, I assume Feige produced is Taika's just because their relationship. But no, again, we don't that could be that. a whole different. I assume, don't assume that that's you an assume. assumption, but I think they made it but clear again. That could be a whole different project. Also, another Star Wars movie that we may never see. Yeah. Uh, so allegedly this, um, censure, censure, censorship came from Bob Jacobic himself, who also had some weird, interesting news come out this week where he said he didn't think cartoons were adults. He so basically said when, 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 you know, you're watching animation and your kids put them to bed, uh, he doesn't think they're going to go and watch more animation. You're going to yeah, watch so, other stuff you know, that's Bob, for them. Bob, shut the fuck up, Bob. He's yeah, wrong. shut up, Bob. We watch you, you should go back to like running Disney well. Oh, wait, you haven't done that yet. So you can't go back to it. Where's the other guy? Where's the other Bob? I want the yeah, other Bob. Yeah, where's the other Bob? I like the other Bob. The better. Bob's better. Anyway. The other Bob wasn't condescending. Um, any thoughts and feelings about this fact? So, I mean, I think we've kind of run through it. We've clarified that some of these stories were leaked versus actually announced by her. Uh, but agreed, her regardless. She needs doubt. to, they need to not announce anything until it's like about to go into production. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I think she's trying uh, to be Nick, like Marvel or Feige, and just be like, "Yeah, all this we have this big slate coming up, y'all. We don't have dates for any of it." Or trying to please they, us they fans they have, by saying, "Actually, they have had dates for Star like Wars next Star Wars movie. Like even yeah. Patty Jenkins Stuff had like a Rogue date, Squadron. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now don't they have like untitled Star Wars movie, and there's still yep. a date for it on the Disney slot? Who yep. knew that slate of shit that Marvel throws out is hard to do? Who right? knew? No one knew that. James Gunn will learn. Who knew? <laughs> DC knew. No, I mean, DC tried it, right? They had yeah. a bunch of those. And then they all just fucking fell down the toilet. Star Wars has done it. Those fell down the toilet. Um, I remember making writing. Good things being, back when I was writing for LRM, I wrote three different stories about the director of Nightwing being like, no, it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. It's definitely and it's happening. like all these years later, it's like Nightwing, Nightwing, Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing. No one's happened. talking about it? Nothing? Bueller? I'm talking Bueller? about it. You know why? Because the motherfucker's on Titans, and it's fun. Mm. So anyway. He can live there. Yeah, he can stay there. Um, anything else? You guys got anything else for this uh, this show or any other? Um, I remember there was another rumor attached to it um, that and I don't know how huge of a rumor it is compared to the news that his he was doing a movie. But that his would not be Skywalker Saga, but it would still be a sequel to Last Jedi. I mean, Rise of Skywalker, as you might have like Poe or Finn. Like it would be a continuation of some of those characters. Yeah, it's going to be so. post that time period. Well, they even said it might be a continuation of some of those characters, like Poe or Finn. I would love to see a Poe and Finn movie, but I know John Boyega is pretty turned off by Star Wars. No, I think he said he was open to coming back. Okay, a couple a month or two ago. Because yeah, um, I, I would watch a Poe and Finn TV series or like Disney I would love to see a, a movie, uh, some development with Finn <laughs> that isn't wrapped in some mystery box bullshit by J.J. Yeah, yeah. Abrams. 
Like, hey, I'm going to be a Jedi. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it is going to be cool. Here's my lightsaber and here are my powers and here's all this other stuff. I didn't have to unnecessarily hide this at all. That's kind of his style too, though. Like, because he did Lost Lindelof. with JJ and then like Watchmen was very much, a sl- I mean, it revealed everything and then it had the ambiguous ending, but it's like a slow reveal. But it's different Watchmen. when you have, when you, when it's it different than JJ. satisfying and yeah. or when you, he actually knows what it is and is able to like, breadcrumb audiences to a conclusion as opposed to eh, we'll figure it out later and then yeah he doesn't know what's inside the mystery box so that's the difference yeah mm-hmm. cool oh wait never mind I, he's gone back so right. in august he said he was done boyega said he won't return to star wars so never mind recast at this finn. point oh, at this point i'm cool off it i'm good off it i think finn is at a good confirmation point where you can just enjoy him in other things, the games, animation, but I feel like episode seven, nine really quick. are good. I got to go, folks. Yeah. Nice talking to you. Adios. Bye, Jams. Adios. Bye, Janet. All right. We're about done. Anything here, else right? to say about any of those things? Nick nah. Doll? Good show. Shut down. Cut the check. Cut I think we're good. the check. Cut the check. All right. Well, dear listener, if you like what you heard and why wouldn't you like, rate, comment, subscribe, share, we would definitely appreciate it. Also, jump on the Discord. Let us know what you thought of Barbarian or any of the other news topics that you heard about today. Nick Dahl, where can you be found? I'm at Geeky Nick Dahl on Twitter, and I do Marvel Multiverse Mayhem with Kyle. If you want to hear us talk about the Marvel trailers and reactions to Black Panther Wakanda Forever more in detail, that's what we're doing over there on this week. All right. And you can find me at Sir Jonesiest on any social media platform. And of course, right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast. Folks, as always, we will catch you on the next one. Thanks to Kyle Malone on the ones and twos for producing this show. And we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on you. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 